right here is everything you need. This ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host. Nadja Roberts, leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. Good afternoon, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you, because it absolutely matters. Today is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023, and we have some Cryptopians, some of our crypto celebrities who have birthdays today. And so I'd like to say happy birthday to Cryptopian Robert McKenzie from Chicago, Illinois, Maisha Gilliard from Miami Gardens, Florida, Obed Gant from Upper Marlboro, Maryland, Tracy Brewer from Chicago, Illinois, and Christina Hardaway from Birmingham, Alabama. I just would love to say to each and every one of you, that I hope today is filled with all the love, joy, peace, and happiness you deserve on this day. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot going on in the world. We have a lot going on with our money. We have a lot going on in the cryptocurrency space. And I know that we need to be talking about so many issues. And so today, because the debt ceiling is on everyone's mind, we're going to talk about how that can affect cryptocurrency. But before we do that, let's make sure that we do our quote for the day. And I picked a quote on change because we can definitely change our situation in so many different ways and I'm watching it unfold in front of me and so this quote is by one of my favorite people in the entire universe one of one of our ancestors and it is Harriet Tubman and she says every great dream begins with a dreamer always remember you have within you the strength the patience and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world and i am taking that quote to heart because i feel that each and every one of us have what it takes for us to change not just our financial situation 
but the financial situation of, of all those around us, all of us that have individuals that are watching us, that we are influencers to. And I'm just talking about the small children in your family, as well as your nieces and nephews and everyone else around you. I just really have to share that it's really, really important that you keep your cool no matter what is going on, no matter what happens coming forward in the next year or so. You've really got to keep your composure, keep the family together, think twice and act once and I say that all the time to my children think twice and act once because there are so many mistakes that we can make during times such as this but we have the tools that we need to make sure that we're good so with that ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we are going to start the conversation about what the debt limit means for cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward, welcome forward. We're going to talk about the macro because this macro is right here in the United States and the debt ceiling deadline is rapidly approaching. Instead of creating economic uncertainty and risking damage to our credit worthiness here in the United States, I really feel like lawmakers should focus on the underlying issues, the national debt itself. So what we're going to do today is take a look at a couple of things, because earlier this year, the United States once again, and I say once again, hit its debt ceiling, which is currently capped at $31.4 trillion with the T. Now the Treasury Department is using a lot of extraordinary measures and a series of accounting maneuvers. And remember that word, maneuvers. Um, because we talked about this in one of my other shows. They have strategic words that they use when they're just changing stuff up without permission. So it's called an a maneuver. But they're using these series of accounting maneuvers to manage cash flows. So extraordinary measures are just temporary band-aids. And we don't know exactly how long they will last, but this date is coming up very quick. And the time will come when the federal government can no longer fully meet our obligations in the war. And so um, there is a general agreement on a rough time frame that gives a sense of urgency, which is almost at the end of this month. And it just seems like no one is coming together to make this happen. So lawmakers, in my opinion, to raise the debt ceiling before, of course, extraordinary measures are exhausted. Failing to do so would be a very serious self-inflicted wound that would cause risks in the full faith and credit of the United States of America. And it will potentially have severe consequences on our economy and our 
fiscal outlook and standing in the world. And so a lot of people say to me, you know what, Naja, this has happened before. Our government has always pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and made things happen. But I submit to you today that this is a tad bit different. There are countries all over this world that are already planning to get rid of the United States dollar. And this will exacerbate things, in my opinion. And I believe that it's going to move further and faster if we do not do what we need to do and take care of what we need to take care of. And I think both parties need to put some things aside and make sure that they come to an agreement. But I will say this, because we're in the cryptocurrency space, I'm really not so worried. I'm not as worried as I would be if I was fully vested in the banking system and the financial sector without having some self-sovereignty of my own. But since you've been listening to this station and you've been hearing us talk about self-sovereignty, you should be feeling along the lines of some sort of relief that at least a little part of what you own is out of the financial sector and you're not really subjected to the totality of the failure if it does or when it happens. And so what does the debt ceiling showdown mean for cryptocurrency and Bitcoin? So we know that everyone is locked in. They're passionate. They have high stakes and they are in a ridiculous battle over some strange, quirky United States laws known as a debt ceiling. But um, what we're going to talk about today is the unusual process that has become very uh, appealing to a lot of people. And it's really theatrical, it's media friendly from the form of politicking. And I say it's a big, big distraction as to what's happening and things that you're not really paying attention to. With increasing frequency over the past three decades, there has been a lot of physical conservatives that have used the vote to raise the debt ceiling and given them an opportunity to agitate each other, um, really lowering the speed of our economy slowing things down and it makes good for tv as you all know already because everybody's glued to it but the physical responsibility theater that i see is really serious for most people specifically the black and brown community and the slowdown really just affects us the most at the end of the day and i know a lot of people say nah it affects everybody but it really affects us at the end of the day and so we need to take a look at some of the things that we uh, need to be understanding about cryptocurrency and bitcoin specifically but i also want to say that it is still very unlikely that the united states will default very unlikely that the united states will default on national debt but if it does The price of cryptocurrency, specifically Bitcoin, is going to be far down the list of of almost everyone's concerns because we've got Janet Yellen, who is downplaying it, and she has described the consequences as severe hardship 
for American families. And ladies and gentlemen, if that does not bother you, it should. Because if we've got Janet Yellen saying that severe, severe hardship for American families is upon us, that's pretty um, interesting. I don't even want to say interesting. But I don't want to say scary either, because I want you all to know that we don't do anything in the spirit of fear, but of sound mind and intelligence. And so uh, the United States default would trigger a domestic economic equivalent of a nuclear. I'm going to say a bombing, a, a, a nuclear bombing financially. So at this time, I'm going to continue to say the same thing that I have been saying to our community. It is time for us to save as much as we can and really think strategically about what our future looks like. And the more and more people that I speak to or talk to that don't necessarily listen to my show are talking the same language that I'm talking. And that is where are we going to go where are we going to be when the smoke clears? Will we have enough money to do the things that we need to do to make the decisions that we need to make and to take advantage of the opportunities that are upon us? Because in every catastrophe, there are casualties, but there are also individuals that make a lion's share of money based on the catastrophes that are happening. And I really feel as though our community for the first time in history, because we know better, can have a substantial uh, gain on us being able to take advantage of some of the things that are happening because we're watching, we're not being distracted, and we're paying attention. But the initial impact would include interruption of all sorts of government specifically ladies and gentlemen payments what are we talking about right now potentially anything from social security checks to big money military contracts this would cause an immediate sharp drop in traditional metrics like the gdp which stands for the gross domestic product and some of you out there that don't think that the stock market can be affected, it definitely will. Given recent evidence of strong correlation between Bitcoin and tech equities, cryptocurrency, it would almost certainly gut uh, some of Bitcoin's short-term prices, too. And I'm talking about short-term, not long-term. Remember, we're in this for long game. When you're thinking about Bitcoin specifically, you think about long game. So I'm not providing any financial advice. I'm not saying that you're going to make massive month amounts of money in long term but we've always looked at bitcoin in a long term type of way when we look at cryptocurrencies which are all the other alt coins alternatives to bitcoin altcoin a lot of them are very short term that's your get rich quick stuff that a lot of people are jumping in that's a lot of the meme coins and um, those are short-term prices, but there are individuals that also do things like short Bitcoin or 
uh, you know, they just they they gamble with the price of Bitcoin instead of actually holding the coin. They actually are in the markets really shorting it and doing different things like that. But it would actually gut Bitcoin's short term prices as well. A default is, again, a remote possibility. So I want to continue to say that so everybody feels a little bit more secure and has some some uh, I'm just going to say some confidence in our United States government, but its potential impact is so huge, even a slim chance is already being reflected in the markets. The yield on a 10-year and a 30-year U.S. Treasury bond is already inching up, reflecting increases, increased risks of holding them. And so that means a lot of the Treasury bonds that people are holding in 401ks, annuities, just all sorts of different retirement uh, plans, are it will really see some sort of issue. And so the Dow Jones Industrial Average and Bitcoin have both limped downward over the past two weeks through the uncertainties in the market, and they're making it hard to connect to those moves directly to the debt showdown but the second stage of the economic doomsday triggered by the default would be more complex and persistent and just as important as the invisible radiation that lingers over after a mushroom cloud drifts away so if you think about a bomb dropping there's a plume of smoke and then that smoke starts to drift over the land and it starts to cause more damage well if this united states debt goes into default it's not just going to be an immediate boom it's going to be a long lingering of issues that are going to come for many years to come so the united states default would dramatically reshape the global financial system in ways that would be likely to increase bitcoin's role specifically as the global financial infrastructure this is another example of bitcoin's role as a theoretical hedge against disastrous scenarios and we've been talking about this for a while and i really feel like bitcoin is something that is good for us because it precisely uh really helps what we need to do with self-sovereignty and things of that sort because we're able to utilize this currency no matter where we are in the world no matter what government's default because it is decentralized and we are in a position to really be able to barter with bitcoin just like you were able to barter in the past so if my neighbor has bread and there's no way for me to actually um go and i won't use bread because that's not going to be one that my neighbor would have but i do know that some of our neighbors have chickens and things that we need to, to eat with and things of that sort but um i'm just being silly now but we'll be able to go anywhere in the country with our bitcoin 
with our cryptocurrencies, depending on what you are holding, if it's honored everywhere, you'll be able to utilize that as a significant means of taking care of your family. And that's what is important. Decentralization is what we have been preaching. And self-sovereignty is what we have been preaching. And we are hoping that each and every one of you have been following along and adding Bitcoin specifically to your portfolio because one day soon, hopefully not sooner than later, I'm hoping it's later. And I, again, I'm on my three to 10 year uh, trajectory for us to be able to fully utilize our Bitcoin. I'm hoping that we're not prematurely selling our Bitcoin because this is what Bitcoin was actually built for. This is what a lot of the cryptocurrencies are built for. And when we talk about stable coins, let me just say this right now while I'm thinking about it. Your stable coins are really mimicking the United States dollar. And if the United States dollar is losing its value or has lost its value because of the fact that we have debt that's out there, we can't pay our obligations, that's going to definitely have an effect on the U.S. dollar. But when we're out of that system, we don't have to worry about all of those things as much. So I just wanted to make sure that the, that you're understanding that this thing called Bitcoin can really be a game changer for those of us that are holding it here very, very soon, especially if this debt ceiling is not raised and we cannot pay our obligations. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will continue this conversation and then we're going to jump into some of the things that are happening right now in the cryptocurrency community when we come forward on ahead of the crypto curve this is kbla talk 1580. say the quiet part out loud kbla talk 1580. 50% on top brands with queen starting at just 179.99 plus save up to 500 dollars on select tempurpedic adjustable mattress sets is this, the this is the kbla sports minute with ray richardson, ray richardson. A few things to think about as the Lakers regroup for Game 2 against Denver in the Western Conference Finals. The Lakers committed only seven turnovers, which means they were pretty sharp handling the ball. Lakers coach Darvin Ham appears to have settled on a rotation. Only eight players got in the game last night. Don't be surprised if Ham makes a slight tweak with his rotation. The Lakers might need Jared Vanderbilt's size to help with rebounding. The 6A forward played only 10 minutes off the bench. Vanderbilt started 28 games since coming to the Lakers in February. Dennis Schroeder started in place of Vanderbilt last night, but Ham might flip those two and bring Schroeder off the bench. So far this season, Ham has made the right moves. Game two Thursday night in Denver. No debates, no speculation, just the info you need. That's your KBLA Sports Minute. I'm Ray Richardson. More news, opinions, and conversation when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States of America. The story of Emmett Till and his mother is a story of a family's promise and loss in a nation's reckoning with hate, violence, and abuse of power. It's a story that was seared into our memory and our conscience, the nation's conscience, when Mrs. Till insisted that an open casket for her murdered and maimed 14-year-old son. 
She said, let the people see what I've seen. The reason the world saw what she saw was because of another hero in this story, the black press. Jet Magazine, the Chicago Defender, and other black radio and newspapers were unflinching and brave in making sure America saw what she saw. Ida B. Wells once said, and I quote, the way to right wrongs is to turn the light of truth upon the wrongs. Turning the light of truth upon the wrongs. We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580, and we don't black down. KBLA Talk 1580. Talk radio. That's music to your ears. We're unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between. You have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level, only from Sleep Number. Save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. See store for details. Do you have heart failure and often hear... Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy, or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Find a righteous range, and don't be afraid to say what you see. For KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So, as we were talking about the United States debt, Bitcoin's neutral monetary layer could very well form a significant backstop simply because of its unfettered abilities to be totally detached from the national debt risk as the U.S. default would actually first and foremost decimate international appetite for holding United States debt. That would actually spike the cost of servicing existing debt, likely forcing the United States into a brutal regime. And with that, that in turn would slow the entire global economy dramatically another downward pressure that we would see as it relates to bitcoin and i'm not saying that bitcoin will not see any sort of um volatility when this is happening because i just think that all of our different monetary systems even the decentralized ones at first will experience some sort of turbulence But on the same token, the United States default would um, really accelerate international efforts to decouple from the United States dollar as trade and investment instruments. The dollar's biggest appeal right now, as we all know, is our strength and our stability here in the United States. And a default would obviously harm that faith. So places like Saudi Arabia, 
Russia and China have all made significant recent gestures towards getting the key oil trade off the dollar. And this default, ladies and gentlemen, could push those efforts from rhetoric closer to reality. And I don't even think that it's rhetoric. I wouldn't even say that because they're already doing it. So, but anyway, from uh, it, it would become closer to reality. The anxiety would be very likely to create at least some added marginal demand for Bitcoin. And guess who's holding it? Those of us who have been getting Satoshi's $6 a day for a year, just doing a little bit here and a little bit there. And it's going to really marginalize the demand for Bitcoin as an international trade instrument. But um, as the cartoon rabbit used to say, you remember Bugs Bunny, he used to say, that's not all, folks. Or he used to say that's all, folks, but this is not all. We got a lot of stuff to go, a, a lot of things to talk about in this. And so... When others actually snare at the debt ceiling standoff and think that it's just something that's going to go away and that it's kind of almost like a theater or a movie, it's not because we disagree with the nominal goal of reducing government spending. Rather, the gripe is that a semi-annual debt ceiling standoff is a very bad way of pursuing fiscal responsibility and it's unacceptable exactly because debts and deficits are such deadly serious issues not just to the United States but around the world and I'm going to say not just to the United States but to our communities in the United States a staggering 7% of federal spending goes to servicing debt those taxpayer dollars are no longer doing anything to strengthen the economy or to improve the lives of its citizens, which it should, definitely should. Um, and every time we run an annual budget deficit, that spending on debt service actually goes up. We are clearly in America on an unsustainable path. Even if we get past this one, ladies and gentlemen, we're on an unsustainable path. So our global national debt level now sits at 102% of the GDP. And for those of you that looked at that debt calculator or that debt website that I share with you, if you take a look at that first bar at the top, uh, you will see our this first square on the left at the top. And for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, it's the usdebtclock.org. But if you look in that first block, you'll see that in 1960, we were at 52%. In 1980, we were at 34%. And in the year 2000, we were at 57%. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are at 120%, double what we were just in the year 2000. So I submit to each and every one of you that we're in a different type of a situation and we really need to know that this is the time, if there was ever a time, to be trying to save and figure out exactly what we need to be investing in. And I believe that my four-legged stool, which is digital assets, 
hard assets, which are gold and real estate. And then we have our legacy assets as well. And those legacy assets are your 401ks, insurances and annuities and things of that sort. And then you have your bail assets and that's your trust. And there are different types of trust, different layers of trust and all those things. This is the time, ladies and gentlemen, that those things need to get into a full, full, unfettered, uh, we we just need to get it together. Everybody, we need to make sure that this four-legged stool is in place because Bitcoin's neutral monetary layer could help you on the digital side along with some of the other things that you might be participating in. And I submit to you to watch things very closely. And when they don't look like they're going in the right direction, do not second-guess yourself Figure out how to go ahead and pull your funds and do the things that you need to do to get your money safe. Making your money safe is of utmost importance. So if you're in any type of fund or you are participating in any type of trading platform and it doesn't seem as though your monies are going in the right direction or the company is going in the right direction, you really need to be thinking about how you could possibly move those funds to get them safe. Get them into your own wallet, get them into your own uh, platform or whatever that looks like. And ladies and gentlemen, I know this is going to cause each and every one of us to really pay more attention to our finances. But I constantly say to you, to whom much is given, much is required. And we are ready for this. We can do this. We can make this happen. And when all of the smoke clears, we as a community can wake up on the other side of money because it is absolutely possible. We don't have to be sitting in the middle class that's dissipating right in front of our eyes. We can get on the wealthy side of things if we make the right decisions at the right time and really not exhibit any type of greediness. And what I find in this cryptocurrency space that most people people that lose money in this space they lose money because they were greedy about what they were trying to do and i'm not talking about people that have lost money on the exchange people that have lost money by giving more to something that they already knew was not going in the right direction but so it's like throwing bad money throwing good money after bad money and it happens often because people think that they can get rich quick let's do slow and steady let's pay attention let's not be distracted let's pray that they do all the things that they need to do for this debt ceiling because this could be a whirlwind of issues for all of us if we are not if they're not careful first and foremost but if we're too heavy depending on some of the traditional methods that we have been depending on so ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we are going to get into the cryptocurrency market update this is kbla talk 1580 old money, old money new money new money we've got you covered keep it locked to the midday money chain on kbla talk 1580 now let's get back to ahead of the crypto curve with naja roberts on kbla talk 1580 all right welcome forward welcome forward our market update so bitcoin right now is trading at twenty seven thousand three hundred and thirty nine dollars it is down in the last hour twenty three percent well let me say that correctly point three 
0.23%. So in the last hour, it is up 1.31%. And in the last seven days, it is down 2.15%. Ethereum is at $1,826. In the last hour, it is down 0.19%. And in the last 24 hours, it is up 0.25%. And in the last seven days, it is down 1.81%. So a lot of people would ask, why are the cryptocurrency markets down today? The cryptocurrency markets are down today because investors have fear over regulatory crackdowns, as we all know, on the sector. And they remain imminent. And the fight over raising the debt ceiling, as we just talked about a few minutes ago. So, again, the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency market will not be unscathed by all of these things. Right now, uh, Bitcoin is on the cusp of showing signs of a price breakout. The cryptocurrency market took a turn to the downside amid increasing regulatory uncertainty. And there are several companies that are moving out of uh, the United States and not allowing specific United States residents to participate on the platforms. All of those things have people a little bit spooked. And um, the price for Bitcoin hit a seven day low on yesterday. That was May the 16th and it hit 26.9. And traders actually worry that a larger price dip is possible. Some people are saying that Bitcoin could possibly hit 24,000. If Bitcoin hits 24,000, then ladies and gentlemen, we know that Bitcoin is on sale because we are not buying right now for the same things that everyone else is buying for. Or I should say, I'm not buying for the same thing everybody else is buying for. I am buying technology. I am buying future stability. I am buying because I really feel that Bitcoin has a possibility of being utilized not as the only reserve currency, but a reserve currency. And so I am watching this diligently. But similar worries... Uh, exist for Ethereum, just like they exist for Bitcoin, which traded above um, 2100 after what they called the Chappella upgrade. And we didn't get a lot into that upgrade, but it's called a Chappella upgrade, only to be followed by an intraday low of 1800, which was yesterday on May the 16th. The downturn comes as the digital asset markets continue to shrink, seeing outflows surpassing 200 million. And again, why am I not worried about that? Because you've got a bunch of individuals that are used to Wall Street and used to manipulating things. 
they're used to running and pulling and moving and doing all of these things. And because they're involved in Bitcoin, why would we think they would do anything different than what they've done in the past? But what we're doing different than what we've done in the past is not follow them out of Bitcoin. If they're even getting out of Bitcoin, I venture to say a lot of people are, are telling you to do as they say and not do as they do. Um, and so I would be very careful listening to individuals that are telling you to sell all of your Bitcoin and get out of the Bitcoin or the cryptocurrency space. United States regulation remains a threat no matter what anybody says. The cryptocurrency price comes, uh, it drops a little bit after the SEC lawyers filed a response to Coinbase lawsuit for clarity on what tokens and securities are, calling the suit baseless. Further reiterating the stance that most cryptocurrency tokens are securities. SEC Chairman Gary Gensler speaking at the 27th Annual Financial Markets Conference on May 15th said, and I quote, business models, though, tend to be built on non-compliance. Their business models tend to be built on customer funds. Commingling it, they're rifle with conflicts. And, of course, we know he's talking about the different exchanges that they got in bed with. And it's not our fault that they got him involved with them. We share with them that they shouldn't have been getting involved with those specific exchanges. And they did it anyway. But we are just going to stick true to what we're doing. So the cryptocurrencies prices, um, they dealt just a little bit of a blow. And, again, I think a blow for me means that. Bitcoin and other altcoins are on sale. And so, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we will talk about what is going on this week and what is going on for the rest of the month. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. We're not for everybody, but we're for everybody. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward to those of you that are in Miami for the Bitcoin conference. I wish you a very blessed weekend as well as the rest of this week as there are yacht parties and all sorts of things that you all are doing there in Miami for the Bitcoin conference. This will be the very first one that I have missed. And I am not feeling bad about it at all because we've got some good things that we're doing right here in Southern California. In fact, if I was in Miami, I would not be able to check off one of my dream situations. And that dream situation is to be on TED Talks. And so there is a TEDx South Central happening this Friday at 6 p.m. You can go to Eventbrite to purchase your ticket for that event. And then we also have this weekend, Dr. George Frazier will be here in Los Angeles. And they're doing another event for power networking, uh, the power networking uh, 
group is going to be here in Los Angeles doing an event. And I see Dr. Rosie Milligan is going to be there as well. I went in and got my VIP ticket, so I will definitely be there. And then at the end of the month, ladies and gentlemen, we have our cryptocurrency essentials and our ledger and me one two three and so what i'm asking each and every one of you to do if you have friends and family that are in need of learning about what bitcoin is what cryptocurrency is what blockchain is that they do one of two things they log on to kbla1580.com and go back and download some of our past recordings so that they can get the education that they need but then not only that i am going to ask that you have them send me a text message so that they can get involved on the crypto essentials on via zoom and so we're excited about doing that this month and then um i just i'm excited about everything that we have going on ladies and gentlemen and i want to personally thank you for rocking with me here today on ahead of the crypto curve we are making way for the dl hughley show but in the meantime i hope that you're doing your daily dollar cost average just like me because that's what i'm doing and ladies and gentlemen we are creating satoshi millionaires one family at a time one day at a time one bitcoin at a time one satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen, that means you. You're listening to Nadja Roberts on the head of the crypto curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Nadja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Nadja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.